Are you ready to invest in yourself today? Welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. Where investment leader Billy Epperhart teaches you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom. Scripture says in Deuteronomy 8.18, Remember the Lord, your God, for it is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth. At Wealth Builders, our goal is to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Now, let's join Billy Epperhart. Hello, this is Billy Epperhart, and welcome to another Wealth Builders podcast. And I just want to say I'm recording this uh, in the spring of 2021, actually in March. And one of the things that I want to share with you for a couple of minutes today, I let off in the previous podcast talking about what I consider to be a, a bubble, especially in the stock market that we're in. And today, I want to talk more about uh, what I would call an everything bubble. It means that right now, in most asset classes, just think in terms of the stock market or think in terms of real estate or Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, um, that we're actually in a bubble. And I want to talk about some fundamental reasons uh, why that is true. Now, I want to introduce a concept to you that I like to call, and it it is called intrinsic value. And I like to refer to intrinsic value when I'm thinking about what something is worth. Now, one of the best explanations I know to give to you on that is that if you ever take anything, any kind of asset or anything even that's not an asset that you purchase let's say for example a men's suit of clothes if you go back and study history and you go back into the late 1800s and you look at you know what a ounce of gold would buy for example and we're going to use gold as something that would give us the intrinsic value of something if you look at an ounce of gold an ounce of gold would purchase a real high quality men's suit so if you go back and you look for example that an ounce of gold let's say uh, was worth fifty dollars okay that fifty dollars would purchase historically going back would purchase a really nice suit of clothes right now as i'm recording this gold has come down some in recent days at the time i'm recording it but actually if we look at the price of gold as i'm actually recording it today an ounce of gold is going around $1,700, $1,720. That ounce of gold would buy a really nice men's suit. Now, if you've been you know, paying $159 for a sports jacket, if you're a male listening to this, that may not, well, yeah, I'm not going to spend that. But if you go buy a really nice suit, you can buy a good, really high-quality suit for $1,700, $1,800. What it shows you, and of course we know when you buy the suit, it's not really worth anything except to you to use. But if you take gold, let's say, for example, and I mentioned this in the previous podcast, and look at how many ounces that it takes, for example, to purchase a home. So in this day and age, with 200 ounces of gold, if we just did a round number and we said gold was worth, uh, you know, 17, 1800 an ounce, you can buy uh, for 200 ounces, you multiply that time 200 ounces, you know, you'll come out to three hundred and fifty, three hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars 
And in most places in the country, not in every place, but in most places in the United States, you can buy a decent single-family home, say, for three fifty dollars to $400,000. That's what we call intrinsic value. In other words, we have a metric or a measure that we determine what something is worth. And historically, one of the absolute best measures has been the price of gold. And so when you start comparing it now, gold, let's be, let me tell you honestly, gold can get inflated as well. But, uh, but typically, it goes good on what we call intrinsic value. Now, another way to think about intrinsic value, it's just what is something fundamentally worth. Let's say, for example, if we're not using gold as the guideline, let's just use what something actually costs. So we talked about 200 ounces of gold uh, being able, for example, to buy a nice single family, probably three bedroom, two bath type home in most places. In other places of the country, that would be 350 to 400,000 would buy a really, really, really nice home because the prices are different. But just the intrinsic value compared to the ounces of gold. Now, if we get away from the ounces of gold, and I'm going somewhere with this because I want to show you how to compare it to where we are today. If, uh, so, for example, if we look at the cost of a home. So, in other words, if I'm going to go build a brand new home, and let's just say I'm going to look at the price of lumber and the price of bricks and the price of materials, that's what we would call the cost basis of a home. That's really what a home is worth. In other words, that particular home would be worth the cost basis or what it costs you to build it. In some areas that are really depressed economically, for example, the cost basis, what it costs you to build it, when it's done, the appraisal may not even equal what you actually cost. But in most places, if you build a home and, uh, and you look at the real cost of that home, the materials, what it costs, and the labor, what it costs to build it, then typically that home is worth anywhere from what it costs you to build it up to about 10 or 20% more if you were to do an appraised value. But that doesn't have anything to do with what we would call the cost basis. In other words, or what I call the intrinsic value. Now, it's worth what the appraisal would say it was worth, typically speaking. But when we're looking at intrinsic value, what we're really saying is, what is something worth at its core? So when we talk about the stock market, what we find is when we see the value of the price of a stock, it's usually worth, what it's really worth in its intrinsic value is about 15 times its earnings, which I shared with you in the last broadcast, in in our last podcast. When we look at where we are, that's 15, one, five. If you look where we are now, it's almost 50 times. In other words, the earnings per share is almost uh, 15 times. And so is what we call basic, but it's up now to 50 times. And so there's an inflation. In other words, it's almost the stocks today, the S&P 500, those top 500 stocks that I talked to you about in the last recording, they get up to being worth, for example, way more uh, as far as what they're selling for. But the intrinsic value of those stocks is about 15 times earnings. Now, there are rare exceptions to that that happen, but just if you're looking across the board and you say, so Billy, what point are you trying to make? Well, this being a Wealth Builders podcast, I'm telling you that right now the stock market is overvalued, as I shared in the last podcast, because the intrinsic value of stocks is still about 15 times earnings per share. 
But right now, the stock market is trading at about 50 times earnings per share. I'm looking at a graph as I'm talking to you about this. Again, it's coming from Real Investment Advice is where I picked this graph up. And it's showing the S&P 500, which I am, you know, of course, talking to you about now when we talk about intrinsic value and the S&P 500 about its earnings. If you look at the S&P 500, for example, this graph I'm looking at versus interest rates. And this, this is one of the most, in my um, estimation, one of the most powerful graphs I have ever seen is because what I'm looking at here is I'm looking at interest rates. And I see we're going back to 1959. And there's a red line on this graph that shows the interest rates. It's graphing the interest rates from 1959 through 2021, where we are today as I'm recording this. And if you look back in 1959, and you're actually looking at what we would call interest rates, uh, and we go down, say, for example, to 4% that was in 1959, we go all the way up uh, to the early 80s, for some of you old enough to remember 1980, where interest rates got as high as 17%. We see it go up, and then ever since about 1980, it's been falling pretty aggressively. And what's interesting is in about 1991, approximately 1991, on the graph, the red line of the interest rates and the blue line, which is the value of the stock market, it actually crossed so that the stock market is going up. Uh, If you can visual that in your mind, the value of the blue line is trending up on the graph and the red line is trending down and as i'm looking at it today in 2021 there's almost a perfect correlation between how the gap between the value of the stock market has grown and the same angle of interest rates going down is the same angle that the stock market has gone up so billy what are you saying well, what I'm saying is we are today at in a level of historical interest rates that we have never seen in the history of the USA, which I said on the last podcast. The correlation of how much the stock market has gone up is in direct proportion to how far interest rates have gone down. It's in direct proportion. So you say, well, what's the point? The point is, At some point, interest rates are going to start coming up. And actually, right now, as I'm recording this, bond yields are going up. And basically, as we start looking at this, interest rates are going to start ticking back up. If they do, then what my opinion is, as I'm sharing this podcast, is a lot of our asset classes are going to start coming down. And that means that, first of all, in my opinion, the stock market values are going to start. In other words, the value of stock is going to start decreasing as interest rates go up. I'm personally convinced that we are absolutely 100% in a stock market bubble. The economic fundamentals tell us that, and I'm giving you another one in this podcast, just simply looking at interest rates. And if, if I could do this, and I might do this on a Facebook Live where I put this graph on here, but it is, it is almost startling and alarming when you actually look at the interest rates based on the 10-year Treasury bond against the S&P 500 stock market index. And to look at, as the interest rates have gone down, the stock market index has gone up. So rates start coming up. Now, this also applies to real estate, as I said in the previous podcast. 
that what happens is that we have never been in this low of an interest rate level. And because of that, then housing real estate prices have gone up. And where you have to be careful is when you start looking for it, when we use this term intrinsic value, where real estate prices get overinflated. And I told you how to protect yourself in, in the previous podcast. I told you how to make sure with real estate you can protect yourself by just looking at how much a piece of real estate will rent for. You can go to our website, wealthbuilders.org, and you can get that information. So the purpose of this podcast and the previous one is to let you know that right now asset classes themselves have been and are overvalued. And I, I want to really make that clear to you that right now as I'm recording this, this is something that we definitely need to watch. Now, I'll just mention one other uh, particular graph that I want you to, to really look at. And I want to talk about uh, what I call household net worth. That's what, for example, if you look at the earnings of a, say, a husband and wife in a household, and then what is the net worth of that? And just remember this, right? Your net worth is the assets that you own minus your liabilities. But today I want to talk about that. The, what your net worth is as compared to disposable personal income. And that simply means that, that when we talk about earnings per share, for example, of it being 15 times, uh, that would be something that's average. Right now in the U.S., if we look at something that is healthy or something that is consistent with healthy, usually household net worth typically will run somewhere between about one to two times, typically maybe two and a half times what your annual income. So if somebody is making, say, 50000 a year, then, you know, just kind of where it settles out, even if you use three times, that would be 150000 in net worth. Now, I'm not saying today in this podcast that somebody making 50000 and knows how to save and knows how to invest can increase their net worth astronomically. Because you can. If you get the information we call the law of wisdom and you start applying it, you can build your net worth uh, quickly and do it uh, what I would call correctly, which we'll talk about maybe in the next podcast. But right now what we're seeing is we're seeing uh, the net worth compared to disposable income actually going up to five and a half to seven times. So the household net worth right now, as I'm recording this podcast in the spring of 2021, Household net worth has gone up to almost seven and a half times what the actual disposable personal income is in the household. That tells me again that we're in a bubble. And somebody says, well, no, because people, yes, an individual can do that who knows what they're doing. But this net worth is primarily built, of course, using debt or leverage. And the minute a bubble pops, that debt or that leverage uh, if you if you haven't known what you were doing to get there, it can, in other words, basically you lose everything in that process. So I'm just trying to give you some indicators. And so as I'm, as I'm doing this uh, recording today, I just want you to know kind of where we are and what's going on in this process that be careful. So people are, are writing in and commenting and they're asking, well, Billy, what do I do about it? Well, for example, if you have a heavy stock market exposure, then one of the things that you need to do, and I'll give you some detail on this, and I probably in the next podcast, is you need to go to cash. And what that simply means is is, is uh, one thing, not the only thing you do, 
But one thing is reduce your exposure to the stock market. So for example, if you've got all of your money, 100% of your money exposed in the stock market, right now at a minimum, I would come back to 50%. In other words, I would sell half of what I have in the market. And if it's me personally, I'm probably going down to 25% that I have, uh, for example, in the stock market. Now, I'm going to give you some more detail on that, but I'm just encouraging you as you listen to this to realize where we are, what what kind of economics that we're actually in right now and what we're facing. So I want to remind you to get more information and to follow us. Make sure you go to wealthbuilders.org. And there's all kinds of free stuff on the website. If you want to do some more studying and learning at even a higher level, we have a subscription website. You can go to, it's called wbuniversity.online, wbuniversity.online. But this is just to empower you. And, and what we believe, really believe in here is making sense of making money for making a difference. And primarily that making a difference is how we express ourselves in and for the kingdom of God. So this is Billy Epperhart. Thanks for listening to this podcast, and I hope to see you right back here again. Bye-bye. We hope you learned something of lasting value today from this Wealth Builders podcast. If you'd like any tools, teachings, or resources mentioned in the podcast, you'll find them online at wealthbuilders.org. Wealth Builders exist to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Wealth Builders podcast is produced by Celine Williams with music by Audio Jungle and narration by Greg Hunter. Wealth Builders is a nonprofit organization. We depend on your donations to keep this podcast running. Please consider donating to us on wealthbuilders.org.